Hey peeps, welcome back to a special continuation of our previous episode. We talked so much we had to split it up. So if you haven't listened to the previous, go ahead and check that out. If you're all caught up, then you may proceed. Alright. <laughs> welcome back again. Wow. <laughs> He does this. Lonnie doesn't know. Not yet. I don't know what. You'll find out. I feel out. like this is something you guys have been doing all fucking day. I it hasn't, but you'll find out Monday. I'll Monday, find out Monday, Mo- Monday. I'll find out Monday. Yes. So for listeners, if you listen back to Jeremy's rendition of our superheroes versus superstars, he was on point. We'll just say it like that. You know. So go back and listen to superstars versus superheroes or the other way around. Fuck it. Moving on. You guys want to... Do some songs again since last time we did mm-hmm. songs. Sure. So we do uh, some little music reviews. I feel like sometimes we should do this ahead of time that we can, we can bring a little bit more data. You know, like pop-up video. Pop-up video. I fucking love that. Like you get so much facts with it and you're like, holy shit. They did that. They made this under this budget. That person was this person. That's actually the singer here. Yeah. Somebody someday about 20, 25 years from now, they're going to do a pop-up video to our BPT episodes of pop-up videos. Did you know Justin likes garlic? Did you know Lonnie has part of his thigh on his foot? <laughs> right on. Ding. So like we do movie reviews where we take movies and break them down and like tell our honest reviews on them. We don't really do ratings, I guess, with the music. Maybe one day we will. But right now, uh, fuck it. We're not. So Sorry. we'll do a live. We're doing a a song review, and I think the one that I want to do is going to be about a maybe a concept of a movie that has not been filmed yet, at least from the eyes that I see it. So everything's been filmed already, hasn't in some way, shape, or form. There's no original ideas. This will be for the movie Colden that has not been filmed yet. So this is pretty much just copying off of something. Is that what you're saying? Is that that what you're fucking saying? Colden will be groundbreaking, never before done. Oh, okay. All right. Filmed in 9K. <laughs> Jeez. It's not going to be that long, is it? What are we up to? We're past 4K or, or now, aren't we? Aren't they talking about like a... 5K? Yeah. Doo-doo-doo. Filmed with eight hamsters running on four <laughs> tracks of film. Film with two 4K cameras making it 8K. This this Saturday, the family film of the year. Colden. <laughs> Colden. Here, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Here on first plate, battle number seven. The tall redhead, the soulless wonder, Jeffrey Thompson. Son, son. 41. 41. Okay. Anyways, all right. The song that I'm going to be picking is none other than Nine Inch Nails' The Great Below. Staring at the sea. Will she come? Is there hope for me after all is said and done? That was Nine Inch Nails' The Great Below. Soon to be featured in Colden. We'll see about that. <laughs> that might be a pretty penny. Yeah, right I was going to say, uh, Trent Reznor. He, uh, he and I go way back. He's a, he's a great uh, guy. He's, he's really cool. So what I really liked about this song is like, We've been toying with the idea of the Colden script for, well, 
probably going on like three years or so, I want to say, give or yeah, take. Quite I mean, bit. I've been writing it for 10 years, but yeah. it's been written for about right. like a little over three years. And I contributed a story arc of this, which kind of uh, interplays a little bit more of like on the psyche as far as um, an awakening, if you will. And I believe, or at least I feel, getting into the character mindset of what the Colden character would be, this would symbolize a lot because it's it's kind of like an urging, a longing for something. But at the very end, it's, you know, like, and I descend from grace and arms of undertow, I will take my place in the great below. Speaks a lot to pretty much around the ending of the the movie, but spoiler alert! I didn't say shit. <laughs> I'm, this is the, the the song. I can still feel you even so far away. Yeah. Now you guys have heard this song before, I would imagine. Yes. All right. Oh yeah. 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 You you played it for me. you. You told me about this that you uh, thought it, it fit the Colden movie story very well and yes i mean i've heard it before but i don't think i really listened to it as in depth as when you were telling me about it then it's like because to to me when i listen to songs a lot of times it's it's not the lyrics that attract me at it's first stealing it's the it's the, the movement of the music the, yeah the musical part of it then once that gets my attention then it's then i really start listening to the the lyrics and amazing song will just like wow those lyrics and the music together combined just on point right there's many like for me i am one of the people who kind of looks more at the lyrics i feel like this is one of those songs amongst many of the catalog of of trent reznor's where he just rips his heart out and smudges it all over the paper and it's like that is what it is you know it's like this is deep it's deep it's yeah some would even say it's great a great below <laughs> to do I was going to break this pencil, but oh, my finger's hurt. I didn't get to it. There it is. There it is. All right. Hey. Ho! <laughs> I feel bad. Like, Why? Like I'm part of something. I'm not part of something. It's nothing at your expense. Let's just put it that way. You can't tell, you can't tell up someone that. I just pressed something. Let me see if this works. We'll tell you once we're off air. Oh, I can hear it now. You're okay. a ho. Did you guys hear that? Yes. You heard that? Yeah. Okay. All right. Now I can hear things. Sweet. Fabulous. Let me see if it's playing. Yes, How many see. times? <laughs> well, I'm seeing you guys are hearing it. Oh, I'm I see. The board will hear it. So let me just do it a 17th yeah. time just to make sure. Do not adjust your headset. This is the operator. Smooth operator. So now we can go into the next song review, uh, and I will be able to listen to it this time. So, all right, I already knew what this song was. So uh, you knew good. what it was. I knew what it was too. I think I will pick Lonnie's. You're gonna pick me. Did you know my song? 
Take this effect off our voices, would you? Okay, thank you. Wait, do I have an effect on? Don't make I had to look. I have to look. All right, any pre- yeah, I do. I do have an uh, explanation. <laughs> or not an explanation, but... Uh, okay. <laughs> wh- whenever you... Oh, you ready? I thought yeah, you were still Yeah, were you going like, to give a little bit of a... Yeah, so preemptive. a little, little preamp about this song. It is very deep death metal, but it's fun. It's, it's taking itself seriously. Yeah, not taking itself seriously, but it's about something like... We we opened this podcast by talking about Jeremy's giant cock. As we always do. But we're not that lucky. Not all of us can have giant no. giant man cocks. By no means. Well, this song is for the rest of us, the other 98% of the world. I think I know what this song is. You think it's eeny weeny teeny little? No, it's, no, no. It's a Christmas song. Oh, you said death metal-ish. But so this song, this song is for everybody who isn't on Jeremy's spectrum. This song is Misfit King Teeny Weeny, <laughs> Teeny Weeny by Bro Job. This is the sound of a thousand clapping Well, okay. I hate those songs where you have Let's to try to find about- the meaning of it. <laughs> right, you know. I know you got to put a lot of thought into that one. It's very thought-provoking. I hope the message wasn't lost in it, but no, that was bro job, teeny weeny. It's Thoughts? just, it's for everybody else. It's its not for Jeremy. He I doesn't know what that's like. I can't relate. What can't is at all. a teeny weeny? For those that didn't watch that, you need to watch video, the video you have to, watch to the appreciate video, it. Because there's a interesting guitar solo. They're two-minute yes. dildo guitar solo. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a dildo guitar solo. But I was really hoping <laughs> See, how for How else a, are you going to tremolo that fast? For a, a, a drummer to be, have two dildos. Yeah, that's kind of cheating. <laughs> uh, I love Bro Job. They're fantastic. Uh, but they're fucking amazing musicians, too. That's the funny thing. What if, if a drummer was doing a drum solo, would that be like a, a DDP? A drum double pin it? DP, never mind. Fuck it, whatever. Do your, your rewind. I thought I had a rewind on here. Oh, you do. That nope, one? that's not it. It's a record scratch. We'll do that one. Shit, shit, bitch. Man, let's go uh, do it. Uh, the song is definitely hyphy. It's getting hyphy in here, man. Well, Lonnie was talking to me before we recorded tonight. He thought that that song would be a good fit for Colden, the Colden movie. Are we all doing Colden <laughs> themes? <laughs> It's for the certain scene. Huh. Yeah, the, the lyrics definitely check it. Oh, uh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Think about that one for a second. I did. I did. No, the, the music, it's like really well done. It's definitely got that. It fits in the in was, the realm of the stuff that when it comes to like the metal music. It that, was heavy when it needed to be heavy. It was heavy <laughs> when it needed to be heavy. Just so everybody knows too, who's too embarrassed to Google, the average penis link ladies... If your man is packing anything bigger than five inches, he's a stud. Remember that. Thank you. Remember that. If he's packing more than five and a quarter inches, 
you've got bigger than average, be fucking thankful. I should expect women to be hitting me up left and right after Every this now episode. and then I right? watch like these little videos of people like on the street questioning passerbyers and like sometimes they'll there there's like a one of like some guy questioning women, like, how big is six inches? And like they can't give you like a precise like right. uh, uh estimated well from here to here. It's like they can't. It's like I don't know. It's like, well, if you don't know what six inches is, then you don't know if it's small or not, dude. Right. But the thing is, too, there's no such thing as a small cock or a, well, there's such thing there as is. a giant cock. Let's be fair. But, you know, be happy with what you got. We talked about having sex in the butt. We Might did. as well talk about dicks while we're at it. I'm still trying to figure out about the vagina. I'll figure it out someday. But it's there. But yeah, the average dick in porn is only seven inches. It's the girth. Yeah. That women like and. As God is my witness, <laughs> it's like a fucking baby's arm. Go on, not like not like a healthy baby, but like a preemie baby, like thirty, why why thirty you, weeks baby. Why do you have to keep bringing babies into dick? Like that's that's weird. Why it's weird that you're bringing it up? Actually, you've never measured your junk to. It's a like baby. the fourth time you're like. Jeremy's dick is like a baby's arm holding an apple, and I've not a. Jeremy's Not a dick. granny smith. I'm just saying what I've seen the most. I've seen more babies <laughs> holding apples than dicks. With <laughs> uh, your dad, honest. you have weird you have weird judgment scales. You're like, oh, that's like a half a baby shit next to two Legos and a baby shoe. <laughs> I've seen that before. Like a straight away from a Hot Wheel. Set. That's like three quarters of a vomit, uh, two binkies, and a fucking uh, uh, Tritzer train. <laughs> Hmm. You sound like Bill Cosby towards the <laughs> Get that torture train. His Fred Dirt. Fred, Fred Durst is coming out. Do you know? Okay, I just want to say, I really love a lot of your Fred Durst posts. <laughs> is it? I have a Fred Durst obsession. I'm not going to lie. Supposedly. Uh, and there was one like the, today where it's like Kurt Cobain wrote the Nookie song, but Fred Durst, he, he was like too embarrassed or something. Hey, it was too emotional. Yeah, so he couldn't too sing. Too emotional so. and deep for him to sing it. <laughs> Well, we got Jeremy. Go ahead and wrap us up. I put that in the middle to kind of. Yeah, you you brought us up, and now I'm bringing us down. So yeah, this song has it came out. I want to say probably like late '80s, early '90s. Calling um, your bluff. That it came out in late '80s. Early no, 90s. I'm calling your bluff that this is actually a sad song. No, it, it really is because my good friend, growing up in grade school, this is like one of his favorite songs. Back then, you had to. Did he kill himself? No, he and did this not. This was the song that was. But playing. he did. He did move away. He did move away, and it was very because it's like him and I were inseparable, and this was a song that he really liked. He was embarrassed to admit it, just because of how of hearts, how sad it is, and whatnot. But this song is very brings back a lot of memories of of him and our time together, hanging out as friends and stuff in school. A lot of people do use this is this song is probably overused at weddings for like first dance songs. So go ahead. The hostess in the house. Check him out, check him out. Okay, you said that 
that is played at like a lot of weddings. I can also see that being played at like a lot of like divorces as well. <laughs> so bar mitzvahs, you know. Yeah. So if you funerals, if you watch, you have to. I, I think Justin leaves links. You have to watch that video to this song because it doesn't do justice. Because you got the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, pretending like he's playing the- drum. Yeah. Well, I I can see that was Hulk Hogan in the wrestling bootstrap band, right? Uh yes. Okay. Yeah, that was really all. That music was written by Jimmy Hart. I had that album. Well, you did? I did. I'm yeah. also very sorry for that. Well, the best part about the video is fucking Macho Man in the background <laughs> playing yeah. keyboards. But you did notice, Justin, in the lyrics that they said, hey, ho! Fuck you guys. You'll see Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically making uh, it, his editing a little bit more... For this every time i do that like right now just us talking he could just record just let this record and blah 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 yeah. blah but when i go oh he's got to do something else now. <laughs> it's um it's his thing <laughs> so i shouldn't go oh i don't think it'll work it'll for work, you yeah it oh, only works okay. with me now if we do it at the same time one two three oh and it works Wait for it to fade out. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. But no, Jeez. that song, there's really nothing to discuss with that song. It's not really a favorite of mine. I just great, discovered it not great, too long ago, and I'm like... I'm glad I called your bluff because I was when you first put that shit in. I was like, "Oh man, I should change my song then and kind of play something more serious, bring the mood down." I was contemplating when we were doing your guys' song of like really when I was giving like an explanation, I was going to start crying and whatnot Fuck. just so you were really like, "Oh, not that shit," good but, actor. but then I thought to myself. Eh. He's actually a super good actor. He's being super humble when we're talking about how big his cock is because it's so big. It's like baby's arm big, (laughs) holding like a watermelon. My dick is in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, okay. Good song. um, Good songs. The Hulkster pulled a bono with that one where he was holding a guitar. Tiny dicks. (laughs) Oh, cool. Good. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I like how he had to have his wife in it, too. Yeah. That's not with the love sponge. Wife said, Bubble loves the Hulksters in the house. With the go, Terry Hulk Hogan's penis might be 10 inches. Terry Baleo's penis is I did like how he was like so into it, like he his eyes just shout happiness. Do you think Hulk Hogan does anything? Not a hundred percent. That's a Hulkster. Well, I like the people that were at the Hard Rock Cafe that night, like that thought they were just going for a nice dinner. Cinnamon twist. (laughs) They had had no idea that Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, and Jimmy Hart were going to be pretending to be playing. I was like, I don't get paid for this shit. It's the cream of the crop. <laughs> when the going gets rough. <laughs> Hulk Hogan just, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's macho. What the fuck am I doing? I don't know. Okay. All right, twist motherfuckers. We're going back around the horn. Instapick. Justin, what do you got? Uh, oh. Yeah, you got five seconds. We're going to go to five, uh, four, hide. We're going to go to hide from, uh, two, from Japan. He's going to do. Put it in. All right. 
Here we go. Here we go now. All right. So there is a uh, Japanese artist called Hyde. And this song is called Angel's Tale. It's kind of more of a softer thing. And well, I guess kind of like the Nine Inch Nails thing. But um, I think one of the very first times I heard this dude was like, what, back in the late 90s, early 2000s or so. And his, his stature and his voice don't necessarily go together. Kind of remember Vitas? Vitas? He did like that song five or whatever it's called. And it's like, oh, it was like an operatic thing. It was like, that's coming from you, dude. Cool. Nice. It was a Russian operatic singing. Like, oh, cool. yeah. Who got the weird fucking hat yeah. on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was one of the songs, yeah. But one of the ones that put him on the map was uh, Symphony 5 or something like that. Maybe not like that, but... Anyways, here is Hyde, Angel's Tale. Angel's tail. Soft, nice. You know what it, it reminded me of? That wo- sex. Clo- close. Okay. <laughs> that song, Silent Lucidity. Oh, oh yeah. I love Queen's right. next to you. In silent lucidity. It reminds me oh, of too. Don't you cry. I can see that- like labyrinth or you know like the. We didn't get the actual music video. I can't really find the English version music video. It's like uh, him stuck in like a bird cage. And that wasn't English. <laughs> yes. In English. It was in English. On a personal level, that song reminds me of back before I was born. My family had like home videos that were shot on like beta or whatever that stuff was. And what they, it, there was no audio to it. So they would take it to places and they would add songs to it. I remember there's a song that was added to one of their home videos that we'd watch all the time as kids that sounded exactly like that. So that kind of took me back. I did like the soft uh, harpy style keys or whatnot. And like, I mean, normally he's a, a guitarist and like he, he, can, he goes pretty hard here and there. But uh, one of my favorite, more softer, more touchier like i guess intimate you know like it's about somebody who sort of got away like he was just right there and the angel's tail thoughts no it's it's fantastic it's it's one of those just great kind of not quite mellow like taken songs but like it it still has enough where it like a fight for your love not really a take in the love but fight for what you're taking in It's one of those songs I feel like you would just put on in the background. When I you're knew you were going to say that. 
Why? See, I don't feel like that. Not with that song. It's one of the things that I, I kind of wanted to make a bingo card of that. That's, that's one of your. That's one of yours. Your go-to. It needed where it needed to be. Boy, it, it, it is <laughs> like I could see that being a song that I just have on as I'm writing. Yeah. And it will take me to a place where, like, especially with like that King of Hearts movie I'm writing. If I had that playing, King it would really Hearts. get me where I need to be Keep mentally going. to write. Right. Yeah. So. I mean, if I'm writing a comedy movie, I definitely wouldn't be listening to something like that in the background, unless I wanted to use that song in a funny way. But right. well, uh, that's pretty much all I could say about that. I mean, like I, I don't know. I, I was introduced to this song maybe back in 2003, 2004. Yeah, during that so. strong European invasion of amazing, yeah, goth rock, goth metal takeover. That was it. I was in the thick of it in the well in the in Europe back then i think that time well like it was in the military when i was in germany and all that and you know all over i kind of introduced myself into like so many other arts meaning like 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 zero mancer was one of the ones that i pick on there it introduced me to his infernal majesty rasmus uh a lot of those but uh i slightly knew of hyde before then because i was into like deer and gray i had a chick who i went to high school with who was uh, nice she was nice. She was cool. <laughs> yeah. One of our, our artsy groupie, groupie, I probably shouldn't say groupie. <laughs> one of our artsy group peoples, she kind of introduced me to a lot of like more of the Japanese musicians. Nice. Like so the, the germs. The germs? Possibly. Leave is me a, out of this. I don't know. You guys. I don't know the germs. The Deer and Gray is probably one of the bigger ones. Yeah. And I, I kind of like fell into that one. And, oh, they're like the lead singer to Deer and Gray. Amazing performance like he's kind of a masochist i don't think i've ever seen a show a live show with him where he's not bleeding like in every single video he's you know scratching at his chest or whatever and like <laughs> i went to a, a concert called rockin park in germany it's like a three-day concert i remember going with my friend santos which means of the saint and so keo the lead singer is on the stage and he like puts his hands in his mouth and he just like starts uh ripping like at his cheeks and stuff like that and then, like, the blood is kind of coming out of his mouth. And my friend Dos Santos is right there. And he's like, he's fucking insane. You know, like, he's crazy. You know, I'm like, yeah, he's he's cool. You know, like. That guy's neat. I this like was him. not Deer and Gray. This that, was Hyde. That sounds like my friend, friend Ted, which is American for Ted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would you pronounce it in Canadian as well? It's also Ted. Oh, oh, Mazel Tov. Ted. That's, you learned something Ted. new. If you pronounce it in, in Hebrew, it's Ted. Ted. <laughs> Ted, you gotta get a little bit more Todd. cough into it. Hey, hey, Ted, Ted, right. Jeremy, Jeremy, uh, what you got? Jeremy. I'm going opposite of what your song was. Yours was like calm and soothing. I got something Mine for you. Mine is not. But no, um, so this one we're going with a uh, local band, uh, some buddies of mine. They are known as Arson City. And really good music. I love love their music. I listen to their their songs a lot. That was discussed a while ago, and I'm supposed supposed to meet up with them, but doing a movie movie called movie. Arson City movie. about Arson City. I was going to meet with them and talk to them about you know what is Arson City because they have like a whole story of what Arson City is, and uh, never got around to that. It would be something that would cost a lot of money because it's a lot of like 
barrels with fire coming out of it and stuff like that. That's you'd have to have a pyrotechnic on. Oh, you need a barrel, but <laughs> you need a barrel. But uh, barrel, this song was—it's—it's it's one of my favorite songs that they do. Very upbeat, and um, especially live in concert when they get the crowd interaction with the "Hey, Hey" type thing. But this was the song I was picturing as the end credits theme song. To me, I love watching a movie where at the end, it's got the song that they choose for the end credits and how it plays into the end scene can really like get you like off, jacked up and fired up. I feel this song would be the same way. Is it like those old school Jean-Claude Van Damme movies where like you leave the theater and you just want to fight something? Yeah. You're like, Let's yeah. do it. Well, like, 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 the, hey, you fucker. Do you enjoy the movie? No, fight mom's me. like, fight get in the car. The, the, the movie, I'm going to crunch out this tomorrow. <laughs> the, the movie Ghost Ship, when oh, that yeah. Mudvayne song, oh. Not Falling, starts playing as the guys are entering the ship, it's like, oh, fuck. Like that just gets me excited. That's what this song would be to the the movie Arson City. So here is Arson City's song called City of Fire. I am working up a sweat over here for me. Air like drumming. Performing. All right. Yeah. I love that. I, this thing, I can't carry that case up the stairs. It's bad for my heart over here running a fucking marathon Ooh. on that double bass. Hey, your feet were tapping, hey, Lonnie. I like Justin's, them. Justin's Arson hands City, were tapping. fucking great. They're definitely somebody I'd love to have on the mm. show as a guest sometime down the yeah, road. Yeah, I mean, you know, super proud local band. Yeah. Yeah. They, we don't got, we, for a, for a city that was supposed to be the second Seattle, we didn't really have too many giant, great bands come out of Omaha specifically. We had Saddle Creek, but for the number of how this was supposed to be the next music mecca, it's good to actually hear phenomenal bands coming oh, yeah. out of Omaha. Well, and like Patrick, the lead singer, he's, he's got an amazing voice. It's a very unique voice. Um, and it's he's got that voice where you know he can scream at times but you can still understand it yeah and you don't need like he's got the kind of voice where he doesn't need to scream because it's guttural and growly enough mm -hmm. where it's intense arson city is one of those bands they don't have to rely on screaming all the time no. because their lyrics and their projection is tough a bit of enough a melodic yeah here and there it's gonna say i do really appreciate the usage of the stuff that's not so common like the lfos the um the spatial usage especially with, like in the vocals that's usually what i gravitate towards first as i've probably already said earlier but it's like where it is especially wearing headphones like you can hear the placements like the drums are over here the yeah. they really know how to saturate well they know how to place instruments, so it's you're, it's feeding you. Like, oh shit, I'm feeling, I'm you're feeling golfed. Yeah. Nothing comes for free and it's dead. Protection, citizens of Arson City. This is your mayor speaking. Feel free to express all of your dark, most twisted desires, because in the end, we're all gonna.
Well, the thing too with them is they have a back, like I was saying earlier, a backstory about Arson City. And I'm sure that definitely, obviously, like in this song, it helps them come up with material. When they're writing their lyrics, they're basing it off of things in the city and whatnot. But when you go to their shows live, their look is amazing. They've got like the smear, like the black makeup on their face and just... They have like the fifty-five gallon barrel like a drums, bunch of hooligans. Yeah, right. it's, it's just arsonists. Well, it's really they're creating an atmosphere. Yeah, they're not just playing music; they're putting on a show. They're putting on a performance. Yeah, those are often which the you best don't bands. see from a local artist. No, not really. And they're they're all nice guys too. Super great. So, and obviously, we could probably reach out to them. And this is one of the songs where we could probably play the whole play thing. the whole thing and not get worried about getting flagged or anything like that but yeah if, if you've never heard of arson city i mean you don't have to be here in omaha no to listen to them, them. you could go to they're on spotify they're on youtube arson city just type in arson city city of fire the song that we just played to listen to that and then just listen to all the other stuff they've got i don't think they have a single bad song out there and i'm not just saying that because i know them they're great, and I I love their music 110%. Welcome to the city of fire, backstabbers and fiends. Anything that you desire, nothing comes for free except I. That song was so tough. I'm my song is even tougher than that, even tougher than the first song from the last song we did. I'm not even gonna talk about it. We're just gonna go straight into it. We'll talk about it afterwards. Showed people got no reason. Showed people got no reason. Showed people got no reason to live. They got little hands, little eyes They walk around telling great big lies They got little nose, tiny little teeth They wear platform shoes on their nasty little feet Well, I don't want no short So obviously what Mr. Newman's saying there by short people, he's meaning people with short minds. He's not talking about vertically actual. challenged. Yeah, he's not talking about midges. Oh. He's talking about oh, people. Shit. He's talking about people who who are bigots or. You but know. he's talking about their little arms. <laughs> yeah. that's, no, that's no, mental, no, mental the, arms. They're mental little arms. Yeah. no. He's Andy not, Newman he's is not a POS. talking about short people. He's talking about uh, camp people who camp are, cultural development. <laughs> You got little arms, little feet. You got to pick them up. <laughs> they got little voices. They go peep, peep, peep. They got the baby legs. They stand so low. You got to pick them up just to say hello. They got little cars that go beep, beep, beep. They got little voices going peep, peep, peep. They got rubber little fingers. No reason to leave. All I could think of is Will Sasso. Will Sasso, Will Sasso actually made me like kind of the Randy Newman 
Randy Newman. Pixar would not be around if it wasn't for Randy Newman. Yeah. In his in his hatred towards Strange vertically challenged. happening to me. Like you got Randy. <laughs> For people get- that's gonna be the out of all the songs we listen to. That's the one that's gonna be stuck in my head. <laughs> Nobody to love. There's certain singers who have like a, a uh, if you want to call it like a cadence or like a, a some register qua to them where you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. how they sing. It was like you don't talk like that. Like how you sing doesn't match how you talk like it's very nasally like it sings in the back of this <laughs> if, you, if you listen to randy newman and his voice when he sings you would think that when he talked he would sound like harry carey the voice of the cubs harry carey harry that's a lot i'm gonna sing a song about swap people <laughs> or like certain people these days with like hey. modern music <laughs> nowadays where Everybody likes to overemphasize the Muppet sounding thing where they emphasize the R's. You got Oh, Randy knew, like, who who heard him sing a song and there's like, I gotta yes. sign you? Holy going shit, right Randy now. Newman. Well, He's someone's <laughs> creepy uncle. They're like, how are we gonna get rid of him? I don't <laughs> give him a record contract. Get him like, the fuck out of here. His, and he ends up singing on children's His album. classical <laughs> finger play, like, it's, it's you He's know, a good musician. Very. He makes you, ha- all his classical, songs make you happy. Yeah. At least but, it, it was short people and not his reject song. Fat women love <laughs> nobody. Oh my God. I want to hear him singing like an Eminem song, like Eminem the rapper. Well, at this point, it's probably not going to sound very good at all. When did he pass away? Eminem? No, Randy. 2006, Newman. apparently. Was it? No. Eminem? No, Randy, Randy Newman. Newman. I don't know. Standpoint. Thought we were making Eminem jokes. So people got the book about who. The rest of the party. Hi, the moon was made of cheese. The v- Wait, did you say 2006? Yeah, August 20th, 2006. You're wow. shitting me. Yep. <laughs> Good job. Do we all know that the moon is made of fire Do- ribs. Jewish lolly. <laughs> Hi. Too far. They're we Italian, far. Justin. We got to do. We got to do the rest of the podcast in Randy Newman voices. Let's see if I can find the, the filter. If there's a Randy Newman <laughs> filter Randy Newman on that filter. thing, then you. This is the Randy Newman show. If, if that's like on a, there, we're doing podcasts from here on out are done with that. Randy Newman. This is your host, Randy Newman. I'm going to throw my co-host, Randy Newman and here's Randy the, Newman. Here's the Randy Newman and the Aaron Neville all together. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, oh, for Aaron Neville. Aaron, yeah. That's great. Uh, this is going to sound terrible, but this is Randy Newman doing something. <laughs> 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 Try it. It's I hard can't. to do Randy Newman doing that. <laughs> I can't. Just, <laughs> it just sounds like. Fuck, what does it sound like? Ho! <laughs> Give it a second. There it goes. Okay. <laughs> if you enjoyed this podcast, well, that's not all. Stay tuned next week for the continuation of this episode, whenever these things come out. Shalom. 